Hey everyone, uh, episode 156, yeah 156, um, this is me and Alex, aka uh, Johnny Rifleman, had him, on the, had him in the studio the other day, the other night, sorry, and um, yeah, we went in fresh, no, no notes, no nothing, and ended up doing like four hours. <laughs> And as someone who's come onto the podcast a bunch of times, even from back in like 2017, I think it was the first time it was just him and I that had sat down and had a chat. It was, uh, yeah, it was really interesting. Touched on being a Greek in Melbourne, touched on the state of media, superhero movies, comedians. Yeah, I don't remember what the whole thing was. Anyway, have fun. Don't forget to uh, like, share, follow, subscribe. If you're listening and you're constantly tuning in, you know, don't need you to buy us a coffee just you know share us on your socials and tell someone who already doesn't like you about us (laughs) there are improvement works ahead so this train will terminate at the next station Is that just what the what the word means? Tigani and somi. So you <laughs> you're toasting a piece of bread in a pan. Is that what it is? I don't know. Well, maybe it depends. Like what? Like it's a Greek French toast kind of thing. Tiganopsomo is literally like wog damper. It's it's like a, okay. a dough made just in your house, you know, in like a lekani thing. With yeast and stuff, yeah. flour, and then you just literally turn it into like thick tortillas, like um, like that Afghan bread. I can't remember what it's called. Oh, um, what naan? Sort of like naan. Yeah, it's like a, it's Greek. It's crustier. Okay, and you put like mizithra, kaseri. Oh, nice. Tomato, like it's good. It's probably the, my favorite thing to eat, like homemade that I don't actually make for myself. From the Korea. Yeah, and yeah. I asked her mom. She said that tavernas in Greece are actually making them. Anyway. She's made like a full lekani worth of this shit, like like fucking stack of like bread. Yeah. She's butted, you know, in the fuss. Okay, how many are we gonna fucking eat, man? <laughs> she goes, well, you you'll eat them. I go, it's a stack of bread. <laughs> and then she goes, well, take this, and she gave me like a Tupperware full of cake, like she'd made. I go, man, I'm still trying to get through the cake you gave me the last time I saw you, which was like two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I go, are you serious? What do you mean? You have one every day in the morning with your That's coffee. It. I'm like. That's it, mate. Okay. And I said to her, okay, do the words <clears throat> Zaharo, PSE, none of this means anything to you? She's ah, oh, you know, she says, what, at your age? Like, I'm 38. Well, you're worried about what? Di- diabetes? No, but like, you can't just eat high carb. Yeah, carbs, yeah. Like a stack of carbs <laughs> yeah. for dinner yeah. and just have it in your fridge to snack on. I'm like, what are you out of your mind? <laughs> and that's what she said. She said, yeah, oh, well, at your age. I'm like, <laughs> how, old, okay, how old were you when you started watching all that sort of shit? She said, oh, two years ago. I'm like, fuck off. I was in her 70s, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it didn't doesn't actually register in her head that I'm not like eight years old. And yeah. I'm just like a, a vacuum for food. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I don't know. Do you no, really- I'm the same, man. Mums, yeah. Mate, it's a, it's a great... It must be a Greek mum thing. And whenever you go and visit or whatever, you always end up taking Tupperware with you. Yeah, but they fight over it. Like she was cracking it. 
Like, Parta, do you? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> do you not understand that I physically can't eat this shit? It's like when they fight to who who pays who's going to pay the bill. <laughs> <laughs> Getting to full punch ons on who's going to pay the bill. Who was I saying that to? I was explaining that situation to someone. I said, "Dude, Greeks are the worst. Greeks are like that. Persians as well. Yeah, they're pretty bad, but they're the same. Like same. Yeah. I, was, I said it to I said it to some some heads on Sunday when we were in here. I said uh, culturally. Turks and Serbs are probably the closest to Greeks. Persians, now that I think about it, too. Because mm. they've all been in the same mix, melting pot, for the last mm. 4,000 years. Mm. Yeah, that whole region. Yeah, for sure. What do you think it is that they brawl about? No, I'm just I'm picturing like the olds, like when we used to go to the Tavernas, and it'd get to 11.30, everyone's wrecked, half of them are smashed. You know what I mean? Like they haven't they've had enough of the night, they want to get out of there. And for the last 40 minutes, it's like they're jingling the car keys. Like, are they, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, wrap it up. But then when the bill comes and they all start fighting and they're willing to stand there and argue over the bill, <laughs> is it pride? Of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Calosini, yeah? It's not like, is it? Like, Cal- uh, like uh, Filotimo kind of. Yeah, is it because they, they want to sh- yeah. shout someone? Yeah, I think, look, it's, it's, probably, it's probably that, a combination of that, but also pride. I reckon it's more so pride. Sit, <laughs> <laughs> man. Fucking sit yourself down. Ooh. You're not gonna. You're not gonna pay for me. You like, son of like a bitch. You're not gonna <laughs> buy me a coffee. You're not gonna buy me dinner. It's not gonna happen. Yeah, it's the same thing when people come to when they when you go to someone's house and you know like they're offering you food and if you say no, man, it's insulting. <laughs> it's insulting to them. But I'm, literally, I can't. I'm, I'm, I can't eat. I don't want to eat. Okay, and then you see the the piss, the the mood changes on their face. <laughs> They're cut. You know, they get pissed. Whatever. <laughs> it's good. I look, man. I I, I appreciate it. You know, I I, I think our culture's uh, it's great. It's better than having no culture. Put it that way. Do you know what I remember? I remember being a kid and going to like. Family, friends, houses, and shit that we never saw after a certain point. Yes, and I understand it now as an adult because there's plenty of people that I don't see. Like I have it. Like they're, they're specific to a certain part of my life, mm. and then it's like incommunicado, like for whatever reason. Yeah. As a kid, it didn't make sense because you used to hang out with these kids every like couple of weeks. Yeah, that's and right. And all of a sudden, it's like, well, we don't go there anymore, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But do you remember the houses in the eighties, like the late eighties, late eighties, early nineties? The people's houses that you always went to were always dark. Okay. I feel like they were always dark. Explain. And they, had the, they always had the second saloni as well. Okay. Did you have two saloni, like two yeah. living rooms? Well, my yeah, yeah, I did. I remember that. And most old log houses. They did. They, they all had the second saloni, <laughs> which, was, which was for the guests. <laughs> but we were never the guests. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget going to someone's house. It was the middle of the day. I... I can't tell you who the woman was. I don't think I ever saw her ever again. I think it's just the one time I ever saw her, mm. like an acquaintance of an acquaintance of an acquaintance. It was my mum and my sister. Yeah. And we walked into the, 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 the front door and the woman was like, Berasta, you know, I come through and mum's like, okay. And she goes, oh, which way do we go? And she sort of motioned left and the woman was like, no, no, from here. <laughs> and led us into like the kitchen TV salon yeah, hybrid yeah, area. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And I just like curi- curiosity, like I sort of stuck my head to the left as we went 
And it was like a whole fucking salon. Yeah, there. man. <laughs> that was always the case. Man, my yaya's house, I remember. My yampapu in their, their house, um, both, both have passed away. God rest their souls. Um, but their place in, in Donny, um, you know, it was the classic two-story, you know, wog. Double villa, brick veneer. Brick veneer. Just the class. It was a classic. You know, you, you straight from the from the from the from the get go. Did they have you, the lines? Um, they didn't have no. They didn't have lines. They didn't have lines. They just had like two, like what do you call it? like two round? They look like you know two chess pieces. Oh yeah, on the, the fronts. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> two paw- two white pawns. <laughs> and so yeah, we went you know the, with the with the three car garage, whatever. You walk up the steps, and then. I loved it, man. I loved going and visiting because I knew my yaya was always so happy to see us. We'd ring the doorbell and, she, and she'd rock up, oh, yeah, you know, hugs, kisses, this and that. And then we'd always go towards the right because on the left, you had the saloni and the saloni was untouched. <laughs> Literally, it had like two, like a, like a, what do you call them? You know, like a part partition door thing. Was like it a- that orange brown color? Yeah. Yeah. And you pull it out and then the whole thing was just like, Literally like a museum. <laughs> you, had, you, had, you had couches and everything with plastic all over them. And then you had like there was a cabinet with like, there was a cabinet. Crystalware. Like crystalware. The crystal, man. The crystal. Yeah. What, what, can you tell me what, what, what is the purpose of the crystal? Does, does right. that ever get touched? No, 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 no. When, <laughs> I was, when I was in Greece in 2009, I was there for Christmas. Shit, Christmas. It was like literally like, you know, 12 years ago, whatever it was. Um, 13. I, st- I was staying with my auntie, who was born was born in Greece, raised in Melbourne. So she went back to Greece when she was like twenty five or something. Mm. So she was essentially like a Melbourneian wog, yeah. Yeah. And she wasn't like old, you know. She was in her fifties, I think, then. Right. She's younger than my dad. And I remember we did Christmas at her house, and I helped her sort of clean up a bit and whatever. And then after Christmas, she's like, "Oh, I can't remember if she said it. I oh, know she said it right before people started turning up. She's like, oh, fuck." I didn't clean that fucking display cabinet at the end of the thing. I go, what display cabinet? She goes, the one there with the crystalla. I'm like, what do you need to clean it for? She's like, it's covered in dust, like the actual layers. I go, when was the last time you used it? She goes, I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I go, who gives a shit? She goes, oh, she goes, your grandmother's going to lose her shit when she sees it. Like she'll turn her nose up. Oh, no. I've never seen those crystalla ever be used. No, they're Because they're for no. good company. <laughs> Yeah, man. You never qualified as good company. I, I don't think I ever saw this, but you know, the, the, this mythical good company. <laughs> you know, I remember even in the. Did you have this or your grandparents where you had the um, the pantry, and it was this big pantry, and then at the bottom level was a whole bunch of alcohol. Oh yeah, the like bottles, yeah. beer essence, and stuff, yeah. like Foster's beer that, from like 1975 <laughs> that had never been opened. And then I remember one day, can we drink that beer? No, it's for the guests. <laughs> the guests that haven't rocked up for 30 years. <laughs> we had in the kitchen, I'm, I'm remembering, I mean, you saw my mum's, you saw the house I grew up in. Mm. Yeah. But you never saw it before the Renault. So before the Renault's, that kitchen was like a classic Victorian kitchen, like tiny. I still can picture it like walking in from my, my room from the hallway. Directly to the right, there was like a big cabinet with um, crystal ware and Piata and shit. I don't think Piata even now. I think it was all just crystalware. Right. Like the shit that you use, like tum- scotch tumblers and shit yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. The bottom shelf with the doors had scotch and mm. like all spirits. Yep, yep. That I never 
like my dad didn't drink, so it never got touched. Never got touched. outside of yeah. when my nonno or something would come over. Yeah, and then there was like verikoka, sika, like all dried serus karpus, like oh, dried fruit, yeah, yeah, nice. nuts. <laughs> Every time it was always like my nonno, yeah, like staunch cunts that would come over. Yeah. It'd be like, all right, action stations. Yeah. Me and my sister would get up. One of us would grab the bowl, the fisticia, the scotch tumbler, the ice. Another one would grab like a trapezo madilo for the like the living room coffee table, and we'd be in there and like laying out like it was standard. Yeah, yeah. Dasaki, yeah. like this is when you could smoke indoors yeah, as well. Man. Yeah, oh, yeah, the crystal uh, ashtrays. People yeah. smoked indoors. Yeah, man. And I'm just picturing my sisters in the north sitting there like punching darts and eating and drinking like Johnny Red Label fucking scotch <laughs> in the living room to God knows what. Time. They used to fucking smoke like while they were eating dinner. <laughs> And then butt out the cigarettes on the fucking plate. <laughs> That's fucked. I never saw my parents or grandparents do that, but there, no, were, my, there my, were wogs that did that. Yeah, my parents didn't smoke. I'm just, this is the thing that gets me now, right? Like, my old man was my age now mm. when I was like eight years old, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to picture me at eight years old, 10 years old, and he's my age, like what I know now. Yeah. I'm a child. Like, I'm wearing a, tr- a jumper that I make. I'm in trackies and runners. You know what I mean? Hanging out in Oakley. It's a, like, I think about, and I assume my nonno, like my sister's nonno at that age, he was probably a few years older than my dad. Mm. But like still in the same, like, you know, same gen. Yeah. So these men were in their, like their mid-40s. And I'm looking at them like they were here, like people out of the Godfather movies. Yeah, man. Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah, that totally. level of staunchness. Yeah. I don't think any child would ever look at me the way I used to look at, like, my olds. Like, as in my uncles and... Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I don't know. It'd be an, That's an interesting question. I mean, maybe maybe they do. Maybe they do look at us and, you know, revere us in a certain way. Nah. No? No. You don't think so? No. Nah, no chance. Like, I know that if I go to... Um, if I go to a barbecue or something, like, with family, mm. or whatever family's left, or even just anyone with kids, they're not... Like, we were scared, man. Like, you were scared to, like, <laughs> look them in the eye. And if they, like, acknowledged you and gave you praise or some shit, it felt like you were, like, it was, like, praise from Caesar. Yeah. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, no, no, you're right. Like, my nonno like, yeah. would ask me about, like, karate or, like, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'd yeah. be like, oh, yeah, 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 you yeah, know, whatever. And, like, yeah, bravo. You know, like, in the pay on the head. And it was literally like you were being knighted. Yeah. <laughs> I Like, I know people's kids that, Give me shit. <laughs> yeah, right. So I'm gonna listen that, to you. That's interesting, isn't it? No, but what does it take to? Can you even get that level of respect anymore? I don't think becoming a parent is enough. I don't know, man. Because you automatically used to just respect anyone that was that age. Is that, that's just yeah. That, that's that's interesting. That's the, kind of like a reflection of. Uh, it's probably just a reflection of the culture, man. You know, I mean, actually, actually, oh, this was coming up in conversation. A couple, a couple of uh, days ago, actually, I can't remember who I was having this conversation with, but we were talking about this whole thing about exactly that whether the whether the youth still respect, you know, the older generation, and um, okay, but we are the older generation. But now. this is and the, oh, the, I remember what I said. So this is this is my theory. I ha- I have a theory about this. <laughs> <laughs> So you can you can point the finger in many places, but one plausible reason I think is the uh, progress of technology, the proliferation of technology. So 
We grew up pre-internet, right? We did. Yeah. Yeah. We grew up pre-internet. Yeah. Internet internet in mainstream hit when we were in high school. Yeah. Yeah. So we grew up at a time when we didn't grow up in that, you know, the, the, the information age where you were literally at the click of a finger at the, at the, at the, at the, at the first germination of a thought, you can just go bang onto your, onto your phone and ask Google and it'll give you the answer. We didn't have that. Wait, hang on. Our formative years didn't have that. Our form, our, our teen, our late teens did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm talking about, yeah, yeah. I'm Actually, talking- but not even to that. No, not, 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 to, not to this no, degree. No, not, no. To, not to this. When do you reckon we started Googling shit like on the fly? I don't know. Not long, but within the ten, ten, like, years? 10 years ago. Yeah. Okay. Well, what are we now? 2022. So 2012. Yeah. Around then. Do you reckon? Yeah. 2012 was the start of the whole Google. Hey, Google era. Probably. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, don't, I, I wouldn't be able to quote it, but yeah. <laughs> Isn't it? It's like the middle ages, the dark ages, <laughs> the iron age, the Google age. Man, honestly, I reckon it is. I reckon it's that freaking significant. Because, okay. So, 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 so going back, going with your point. So, so, so we couldn't, we didn't have these, we didn't have this, this freaking ocean of access to information. Where did we get our information from? Where did we get our knowledge from? We got it from the, the, our olds. Yeah, we got it from and the, the world book. Right? The encyclopedia, right? But, like, we got it from our olds. They, they're they the ones that pass down that knowledge. And so now, kids don't have to go to their parents and go, hey, mum, what's what's the deal with this? They're not, they're not asking those questions anymore. They're just going straight to Google and getting an answer from fucking the algorithm. So they don't have the same level of respect, I think, and reverence for the older generation because they don't think that the older generation has anything to pass on. The older generation doesn't have answers. Yeah, they're going, well, what, what kind of wisdom? That, that, there's a, there's, what's happened is, what's happened is there's been a, uh, there's been an, uh, uh, what do you call it? I don't know what the word is, but there's been a kind of, a dis- almost like a discarding of- A shift? A shift and an, and an, and an inability to recognise- uh, what's important or what's, you know, or what's valuable or what's or like wisdom. You know what I mean? Like you would go to your parents or your grandparents because they had things to offer you. They had, they had knowledge. They had wisdom. They had life lessons. I don't think kids are asking their, their olds about those things anymore. They're just too caught up in, in, in the, you know, in technology and in, you know, fucking social media and fucking all this shit. I reckon, yeah. I, look, I don't know. That's that was kind of like my theory that I came up with, and I thought it was pretty good. So, no, hey, <laughs> you're hitting some interesting points. So, you think that the reverence of wisdom from an elder is inherently being <clears throat> glossed over or passed on, glossed over because it's not needed anymore, as the younger generation become more self reliant on finding shit out for themselves via Google. Uh, y- yes. The only so- problem is, is the Google. Brings up the algorithm as opposed to bringing up war stories. Exactly. So, so not only exactly. So that there. So there's a there's a glossing over of uh, of well, I don't need this information anymore. I can I can get it somewhere else. So I don't need to get it from my my parents or whatever. I can get it from I can get it from the internet. And at the same time, at the same token, not understanding. Because they're not getting those that, that that relationship isn't being fostered, they're not. Um, 
what's the word? They're not recognizing what's what's valuable. They're not recognizing what. That's why we. That's why you know. Some would argue that uh, that you know we've we've kind of lost our way a bit in in this modern world. You know what I mean? Like shit. You, you know, you jump on social media, and you know it's. I don't know. I've got a problem with people self-educating via social media, right? Because it's crap. 90% of the stuff mm. out there is crap. Yeah, exactly. But at the same time, I'm the first person to say that I like the fact that we can just Google something mm. and get an actual answer as opposed mm-hmm. to whatever Buddhist that our old fart parents or grandparents want to put down <laughs> our throats. Yeah, well, that's that's the other thing too. I'm yeah. thinking of so many fables and bullshit myths. It goes both ways. Yeah. And just literally just fables that the olds tried to get me to believe because right. they didn't know any different. Right. And now it's just like Google, you're fucking wrong, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've spent 30 years, 40, 60 years believing this shit, you're, you're wrong. Yeah. And yeah. we're not talking about, we're not talking about a philosophical or sociological opinion. Yeah. We're talking about like an actual fact. Yeah, yeah. Like fact, you know? Well, that's it. That's it. But it was, so it's that. It's, it's, it's that, but it's also the, the, the process of the actual act of, of having an older, generation being able to impart you know knowledge or whatever it is to 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 the younger generation there's stuff if that's becoming redundant now you're probably witnessing that's probably part of the reason why um maybe you know a lot of people feel uh like you know a bit um like what's you know what's my purpose or whatever Okay, well, yeah, but, there's a, there's a, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but see, this is the thing, all right? <sighs> okay, hang on. Like, we're, we're bringing this back to this whole thing about the youth respecting the elders, and, I, and and this was the point that I was trying to connect, you know, that I think because of technology, it's aided in this uh, thing of, 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 you know... Devaluing. Yeah, of, of, of the young uh, generation not valuing... What the older generation has to offer. The problem is, is that ninety-eight percent of the people out there shouldn't be followed or listened to. Mm. Most people are idiots. I'm, and I'm the first person to admit I'm stupid. Right, right, yeah. So imagine the but, amount. Of- but there is something to say about you know. Just, uh, I love how you put your jacket on because you were cold. Now you're taking shit off. I'm, I'm, getting, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm warming up. Man, what it is? It's your Greek blood. Yeah, it's yeah. just starting to circulate. Yeah, it is. Exactly. Now I can't remember what I was saying. Okay. Uh, no, 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 but no. but 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 it's it's this this there is something there is something. No matter look, you don't have to have your your fucking papu or your dad or whoever it doesn't have to be Einstein to be able to to be able to sit you down and say, "Hey, son, this is what I learned in life." You know, there's something there's something valuable about that. There's something meaningful about that. Um, aside from the surface level information that's being passed on. There's something else that's happening there. It's a son bonding with his father, or you know, a younger but person, do- old, uh, you know, bonding with an older person, and the va- and the value that that brings. Hang on, man. I don't disagree with that, right? But this is what I disagree with. Let's take our generation, right? Mm. Our parents and grandparents. 
and then go to their grandparents and parents and grandparents, yes. right? So essentially going back four or five generations. Okay. How much did it change, say, from people born in 1984 to yeah. people born in 1924? It changed. It changed. It changed right? a lot, yeah. But social structure didn't really change, right, other than like civil rights and shit hitting Western world and all that sort of stuff. The, th- the whole thing of getting up nine to five, working, marriage, kids, saving a couple of thousand dollars to buy a house, all that shit was essentially the same. For us, born right before the start of the digital world, like started taking mm. over, yeah. social needs, skill sets, morals, mentality, values, all that had to start shifting and shifting fast. Otherwise, we were going to get left behind. Mm. We need to, to get a job. Like, let's say if you and I did nine to fives, right? For us to get a job, we can't just, you know, back in the day, dude, back in the 90s, if a teenage son came out of uni or whatever, or out of high school and needed a job, the old man was like, you got to hit the pavement, get out there in the morning and put yourself out there. <laughs> now, there's no more hitting the pavement. Yeah. You got to get a fucking resume together mm. and get online and start hitting up seek dot com dot au yeah. and firing off a hundred resumes an hour yeah. to get your foot in the door yeah that's right what's my old man gonna th- th- talk about like i remember yeah, man yeah. i remember being like in my early 20s and my old man said to me can you help me put together a resume and i said what for like what for he goes they're putting him up for some managerial position right where he was working and they said they just want to see something in writing as a formality no right. nothing more just formality of, of a bit of like a skill set I said, fucking, all right, sure, right? So first time in his life, the man was like in his 50s or whatever, mm. I'm putting together a resume for the guy, right? Yeah. And I'm asking him, where'd you do your schooling? He said, oh, somewhere. Like he started school somewhere here and there, whatever, Paran Tech or whatever the fuck it was. I said, okay, did you, did you finish anything? He's like, nah. Okay, where'd you do your apprenticeship as a butcher? He goes, what do you mean? I go, well, you're a butcher. Where'd you do your fucking trade? Like, where'd you get your apprenticeship? Did you finish? He goes, nah. Because you just went to every shop you were working in and they taught you. That was your apprenticeship. Yeah, yeah. So there's nothing in writing. I'm like, what am I meant to put in? Mm. As far as education and skill, like, you know, technical thing. So then I, I, I go, you got any references? Is what do you mean? I go, someone is going to say something nice about you at some point. He's like, ah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'll find some people. I'm like, okay, cool. So he gave me a couple of names. And then I just like, started taking his duties down, his skill set, like all that sort of shit. First time he'd ever had a resume ever written for him. Now it's like you can't get it. You don't get a call. You don't get a look in if you don't have a resume that looks a specific way. Mm-hmm. And what do you put in it? Fuck knows. You got to do courses to figure out what to put on a resume to get a foot in the door yeah, to even get looked at for a fucking job. It's fucking nuts. Do you understand what I'm saying? So it's like, well, now, I mean, mm-hmm. look at me and you. We're like approaching 40, right? Mm. Compare our lives to our parents. Mm. We're nowhere near what they were doing, mm. but we've achieved so much more in other areas that they never would have even thought possible. Yeah, 100%. So it's like, well, what wisdom is the dude born in 1939 yeah, going to impart on a kid yeah, in true. 2022? True. That's true. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's, re- it's relative. It's relative, man. Yeah, it's, and, it's relative. And now, like you said, kids are more eager to jump on Google and just like, Google some shit. Yeah. I, I agree. The algorithm is going to spit out some biased information for them. Yeah. But at the same time, those world books can be found somewhere else where it's less biased. Like, you know, Wikipedia, which is does its best to stay 
you know, centrist. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yes. If we need further education on finding the right information online, I totally agree. Yeah. But I don't like the idea that old people, older generations are only going to impart knowledge and wisdom. No, no, no. Because at the same time, it's filled with fucking rhetoric, man. And yeah, it's filled with xenophobia, yeah. homophobia, racism. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, of course, of course, yeah. No, 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 of course. Uh yeah, I agree with what you're saying. Yeah, but then I, I think I think it's more. That, that's a good point, and I and I would say, I would say to to add a caveat to that. Severus <laughs> Amalaka, <laughs> touche. Uh, <laughs> to add a caveat to that. Sorry, <laughs> no, it's all right. Have a laugh. Enjoy. Touche. <laughs> I would say I would say there's a it's it's a bit of a double edged sword in a way because what's happening is that is that to your point the the inf- the information let's say the information you know what you've just done you've just done as pertaining to my previous email <laughs> I love saying so so, so, so so to your point that that the information let's say that. That you know, some old older gen is passing on to the the younger gen might may be skewed or or bogus or in some way. It's it's let's say it's not accurate or whatever, right? So yes, <laughs> All right. Let, let, let's let's say it, let's say it's not accurate. However, the very act, the very act of this younger person going to the older person. And wanting to hear from them and wanting to, you know, wanting to hear and, and, and take away what it is that they want to, they want to say or what it is, wanting to get their opinion. That the very act of doing that is being lost, you know, and I think, I think that there's something valuable in that. In the actual act of wisdom being parted on and shared or whatever. Yeah, look, that's that's as old as time. Mm. Yeah, but then you ask the overarching question of why are we here? <laughs> Fuck, you go straight to the. <laughs> <laughs> it's like demolition, man. What is the meaning of life? <laughs> it ends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck, that's a great film. I'm gonna watch that. It again. was Judge Dredd, not Demolition Man. Judge Dredd. Oh, right, Judge Dredd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Demolition, Demolition Man was a good movie that's, as well. That's good as well. Yeah. Yeah, I went through a slight kick like years ago, and I was getting like Demolition Man, and um, what was it? Was it the Specialist or something? Was that a? No. Oh, the Specialist. Yeah. Was that a slime movie? Yeah, Specialist. All of that era, that, that early nineties. You had <laughs> Specialist. You had Demolition Man. You had. Yeah, then you had Seagal doing like Under Siege. <laughs> Yeah, man. Under Siege. <laughs> yeah. Double Impact was an early 90s movie. Double Impact. When did True Lies come out? 96? Around there. Yeah? 90. I thought it was maybe 95, but- Yeah, yeah, but like mid-90s. Yeah. Mid-90s, yeah. Fucking, man, every time, I look, <laughs> every time I look back at the 90s, it's funny with the 90s, man. The 90s is that thing that just gets better with time when you look back at it. We, as soon as we came out of the nineties, we were like, "What the fuck was the nineties?" <laughs> now I look back at the nineties and I go, "Fucking what an era! What a fucking era, man! The best movies, music, fucking culture, everything. It was fucking. It was off, I remember, off its head. 
We spoke about the nineties, like on a really, really early episode of um, of this podcast, like first season sort of shit. And I explained it in a way where it was like the eighties was a real was a real experimental era where analog and digital were starting to clash for the first time properly. Yeah, like music production, mm. films, films were starting to use technology. Music was starting to get produced on digital shit as opposed to analog. Mm. You know, CDs and stuff was starting to come in. Yeah. And then it's like more and more things were getting fused, you know, like hip hop and R&B and funk and electronic music. And yeah. it was becoming like, yeah, just chaos. So that's why you had the extremes, the punks and the funks and like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Right? So and you had it, a very distinct 80s sound as well. That, yeah, exactly. The, the new wave. Yeah. Yeah. So then when you got to the 90s, it sort of blanded out a bit. You had the grunge sort of shit come in yeah. on one end. Yeah. And then it started, the pop started becoming really- Really just, sugary. Yeah, sugary Euro sort of yeah. housed out. Like really, really glossed. Whereas like people just didn't know where they belonged. Yeah, yeah. So then by the time you got to the noughties, the edge was starting to come back and like become vibrant again. Like does that make sense? So what was the noughties? Noughties was like 2000 plus. Yeah, but what- so what edge are you referring to in the noughties? Think about it, like the whole hip hop urban started taking over everything. Everything was was urban based. Well, what about the nineties had no the ni- the mid nineties started. That was that's yeah, when man. it started. The gangster rap and like yeah, all yeah. that sort of shit. Yeah, but it wasn't mainstream. Oh, it wasn't mainstream by two thousand. By two thousand and one, right. Eminem was big. Fifty yeah. Cent came leaked in two thousand and one, two thousand two, yeah, two thousand three. You know what I mean? Yeah. In the club was two thousand three. Yeah, right. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like two thousand two, two thousand. So it became more mainstream. It became exactly more commercial. Exactly. Right. But okay. the mid nineties was the start of hip hop and like that whole turn of culture. Yeah. Well, two, you, 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 you could big. argue the eighties as well. Well, yeah. Well, that's yeah. when run, break, run, breaking run, run and DMC and all that. Stuff. Yeah, exactly. And breaking and yeah. all that sort of shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, when you look at the nineties. What do you think of when you think of the nineties? Think of early nineties, not mid, not, not late nineties. Music wise, anything social. I think of, I think of hip hop. Uh, I think of like Public Enemy and like East Coast rap. Um, I think of grunge. I think of Michael Jackson's Dangerous album. That was the first album I ever bought. Um, I think Labouche Sweet Dreams was the first album yeah. I ever bought. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think of mad movies, you know, cool fucking thrillers and action movies, and uh, you know the blockbuster, you know Jurassic Park, all those kinds of films, you know Steven Spielberg, Indiana Jones, da da da. Yeah, Terminator. If, if I think of the nineties, the first thing I honestly think of is Terminator Two. Terminator Two, yeah. That's like my. Go to. Yeah, that's Not right. even Home Alone. That was like 89, 90. Home Alone. Oh, was it? I'm pretty sure Home Alone was 90 or- 90, 90 maybe. I'm going to go with 90, 90. I reckon Terminator 2 was 90. I think it's 91. 91. Home Not- Alone is 1990. And I think Terminator might be 1990 as well. Okay, hang on. Terminator 2. Terminator 2 might be 1990. 91. 91. Hang on. Wait. Uh, yeah. The. The fifth uh, of September, nineteen ninety-one. The release, okay. Yeah, but that was a blockbuster. Ninety-one, 91 was 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 a big it was a big time. But think of it like that. Like for me, Terminator Two was like the first big blockbuster. Huge. Fuck you in the ass. We're taking yeah. every every title, every every iconic line, every benchmark yeah. and landmark of, of cinema. Hundred percent. 
Do you know what I mean? It still holds up as one of the best action movies of all time. Yeah, oh, I would watch opinion. it right now. Yeah. Like, without, like, yeah. done. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, I mean, what's the equivalent now? I mean, you look at the Avenger movies, you look at all the shit that just gets recycled, it's all just... I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm not. A f- I'm not. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. Um, I just haven't been able to get into them. There's just too many. I honestly, I, I don't care. You know what I mean? And maybe it's my age. Maybe it's my generation. Maybe if I was younger. Maybe if I was like 20, I'd give a shit. You know what I mean? Or maybe not. I don't know. What were we watching at 20? As in, not old shit that we'd watch a hundred times, but if we went to the movies. We were watching, man, the 90s. It just, I'm telling you, it's, it's sick. Okay, hang I, on. I think about, man, Goodfellas. Goodfellas was fucking ni- 1990 or 91. Pulp Fiction. Fucking Tarantino. Like. 90s, 1990 was Goodfellas. Pulp Fiction was, I think, later. I remember it, 94. So mid 90s. Mid 90s, man. We grew up on these. On, on mad, you know, fucking cutting edge, fucking pretty much art house movies, but that were that, but that were kind of gritty and just, I don't know, I don't know. I was mafia, ma- the whole mafia genre was like huge crime, crime dramas. Yeah, it was even before Sopranos. Like, we, I remember that being massive. And, like, I remember, you know, like, everyone wanted to, you know, Al Pacino movies, Scarface, and... and Heat. De Niro. Heat is Heat. still one of the best movies of all time. Heat. Classic. Mon- Val Kilmer, I think, hasn't gotten his due. Mm. He's revered as an actor, but not in the way that his contemporaries are. Yeah. Val Kilmer's a great fucking actor. He's fucking fantastic. His role in Heat <laughs> and Doc Holliday in Tombstone, untouchable, man. Yeah, man. Un- untouchable. Yeah. You know? Fuck, he's great. I don't know. I think that- You played Jim Morrison, for fuck's sake. No, I was just going to say, Jim yeah. Morrison's the next role that I think of. I don't think I don't think he's going to get his flowers the way he should. Well, it's kind of sad now what's happened to him as well with his- thro- you know, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Did you ever watch a docker they made on him? I didn't see that. I, I just remember I, seeing I, the I trailer and how his son was narrating it, and oh, it right. sounds exactly like him. Really? You haven't heard it? I no. have heard of it. I have heard the, the scene, the trailer, but I can't remember. Hang on. I'll find it. I can't it. remember it. It should be here. Um- uh, Val, did you see? Uh, did you see the the Top Gun? No, I never saw it. Oh man, really? Fuck yeah, really? Oh yeah, it's fucking great, man. I'm, I I love it. Seriously? I think, oh yeah, hundred percent. As man, it's be- as a film, it's better than the first one. So I didn't grow up watching the first one, uh, like over and over. You know, like to okay. appreciate it. Okay, hang on, we'll watch the first. But it's minute. fucking it's yeah, it's it's good, and he's great in it, and he's in it. Is as, he? as Iceman, Hi, my yeah. My name's Val. I don't do this with every interview. I go on, take you inside my home. I don't, but I'm going to. My name is Val Kilmer. I'm an actor. So that's his son talking. I've lived a yeah. magical life. I've captured quite a bit of it. I was the first guy I knew to own a video camera. Here we are. Filming ourselves. Uh, is that a video rolling? Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. Though. Look at that. They're all like hours of videotape film reels that I've shot throughout my life and career. Shut the video camera off. I will keep it on until we reverse it. Oh, I was recently diagnosed with throat cancer. I'm still. You haven't seen this. No. And it is difficult to talk and to be understood. But I want to tell my story more than ever. 
spent decades finding my voice. I was a perfectly normal person. Through characters. I give you about four takes with some different voices. Through movies. <laughs> One of the things they, they buy for all that money, your life for a period of time. I have behaved poorly. All white, all brown, all women. I have behaved bravely. Bizarrely to some. How do you heal a broken heart? You see myself as a sensitive, intelligent. How have I not watched this yet? But with the soul. It's on Prime. Have you got Prime? I try to the world I don't want to That's brutal. Just so sad. It's a story about my life. But it's also not my life. Yeah. Brilliant actor. That's so yeah. harsh to see, man. It is, yeah. It is. But he's he's brilliant in uh he's got it's a beautiful is a beautiful scene with him and Cruz actually, the the two of them. There's a real touching scene, it's really good. Yeah? Yeah, man, I'm telling you. Top Gun Maverick. It's it's good. I saw a meme the other day, and it said the hardest thing to believe about this this thing is that uh, millennials know the words "the great balls of fire." There's a pub scene or something. Oh, that's right, that Jerry Lee Lewis song. He's singing the Jerry. Yeah, <laughs> Who would the- yeah. I don't know the lyrics to that song, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, look, the way, yeah, that was a bit whatever. But I don't know the scene. I just saw the meme. But I just that, you know, it's, it's it's a tribute to the first one. Whatever. <clears throat> look, uh, the the film itself is not meant to. It's not fucking believable like there's some unbelievable stuff you're not meant to go oh my god like it's pretty ridiculous but it's in that style of the old classic Hollywood blockbuster films that they just don't make them like that anymore suspension of disbelief yeah man they don't make them like that anymore and I think that because it was so fresh in that way because we haven't seen a film like that in so long you know it it, it did really well people liked it you know they they, they were anything they were like, you know what? Anything other than the Marvel superhero shit, well, we're gonna we're gonna take it. We're gonna eat it up. I think that's what's going on. I think people are fucking over it, man. They're over fucking superheroes, bro. I know I am. <laughs> Fuck, man, come on. The thing is, it never ends. <laughs> it never ends. It never ends. Because there's a whole <laughs> Spider Man 2004, <laughs> and then they reboot it. <laughs> How many times did they fucking reboot Spider-Man in in fucking 20 years or whatever fucking- In 20 years? They've had four Spider-Mans. Like, not even a, a succession of the story, a literal reboot. Yeah, no, take the story back to the start and do it again. Why? Why are we doing this? I, I actually don't know. I thought you'd have some insight in that. You're the actor. <laughs> I'm serious. Why? I think it's. I think it's all about- They're not even thinking about the art. They're not even thinking- about the create the creative aspect of it, they're thinking purely as a business model, and they're going, "Oh, this has a uh, profit-spanning life of ten years. Let's reboot the series." But they're rebooting it before the ten years, or whatever it is. No, no, I'm just saying, yeah. like, that's what it is. It's it's purely for profit. But it's like with that last Avengers one, right? The Endgame one, the the, the last one, right? The, the last big Avengers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah? yeah. They wrapped the story. And they're already talking about rebooting shit, like just as they've wrapped. It, oh, like man. this has been a twenty-year process, yeah, and you've barely let the dust settle on this fucker, yeah. and you're already talking about rebooting it. I don't know why. 
Um, there are so many more superheroes to tap into with different story arcs. Like, why do that's, the same yeah. shit? Uh, yeah. Is that just to sell the same merchandise? Yeah, I, I mean, that's why, you know, I think that that's why Hollywood's like, it's on a downward trajectory, in my opinion. <laughs> I think, um... I mean, look, yeah. <laughs> we're talking like in terms of the in terms of the big, you know, stuff that's produced by studios. You know, people can go, you can you can take half of that and throw it in the bin, and <laughs> and and a lot half of, of that, half, maybe maybe like ninety percent of it. And I think, um, I mean, there's been big freaking directors who have even even spoken about it, who? like fucking Tarantino spoken about it, Scorsese spoken about it, fucking Ford Coppola's. What Scorsese said. He says it's like a, an amusement park. He 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 goes these films, the Marvel films, are like you know going to going to an amusement park, going to Disneyland. It's for kids. It's it's a, it's not it's not serious cinema. And he he copped a lot of flack for for saying that as well from a lot of actors that have done these films. You know what I mean? Yeah. Of course. I mean, and they're going to defend what they've done, and you know, of course, you would, you know, because it has been a very fulfilling experience. Da, da, da. But the point is, the point does remain, and that is. What is the validity? What is the artistic cred in these movies? Do they have the where, question? Where is the substance? Do they have any artistic merit? The difference is, is that- What do you think? Do they have any artistic merit? <laughs> okay, look. <laughs> 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 I'm not saying I don't trust you. I'm not saying I do, but I don't. <laughs> no, no, seriously. Look, man, some of the story arcs can be capt- cap- captivating, right? Yeah. And if it's done properly, like, I haven't watched that many those that many Marvel movies in the last like ten years. Mm-hmm. I haven't. Mm-hmm. When I saw Black Panther, I was like, "Wow, that was a good movie," because it was a different. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Totally different sort of thing, right? And when I watched Endgame, I was like, hey, like the combination of 20 yeah. odd titles, you know, and right, right, right. in the making. And it came, and like it was like, it turned, cool. out, it turned out pretty good. Yeah, it was cool, yeah. right? And they, I think they did a good job wrapping it up. But when they make these other movies that are based purely on agenda, I've, I've had a go at like the, the Wonder Woman movie. Okay. I've critiqued the fuck out of that on this podcast. Okay. It was shit. Okay. It was shit. Okay. Forget suspension of disbelief. It was just shit. Okay. Right? Why? Because it was just, like, what's what's the point? Like, she didn't have enough charisma. Gal Gadot. Yeah. She didn't have the, the natural charisma to actually like the character itself. Right. Shit story, shit direction, shit effects, shit fight scenes, and ultimately it's, it's a fucking superhero movie. You want the- the, the action to be mm. up there, it wasn't. Mm. I was just like, this sucks. <laughs> like, yeah. this is not entertaining. Mm. You know? Yeah. Did, like, does well, it make- I mean, did you? I mean, did you see the first Wonder Woman, the one that with the the chick uh, from oh, the seventies um, or whatever? what was her name? J- uh, I don't know. Fuck, I never saw Linda. It. Linda something. Linda uh, something. Yeah. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. What's her name? Um, and, uh, Wonder Woman was it the seventies? I don't know. Original. Hey. Hang on. <laughs> um, <The> point is, <laughs> I never saw that one either. Linda Carter. That's it. Linda Carter. 
Yeah. And did she, but did she have the, you know, the charisma and the that acting was, chops? The first episode the- was 1975. Fuck. Hey. 50 years. <sighs> <laughs> now I'm sighing. <laughs> Shit, man. <laughs> we need some new ideas. Fuck. But that's what, like. I don't know. It's like if they redid Enter the Dragon with Bruce Lee, if they rebooted it. Can you imagine someone doing playing Bruce Lee, like you know Bruce the, Lee's character? Yeah, look, the thing is with this, right, it's not the fact that these Marvel movies exist. It's the fact that these Hollywood studios are putting all their money into making them. Back in the day, or back if you look at movie, if you look at Hollywood cinema, let's say... Let's say in the seventies, right? Uh-huh. And some and some people consider that to be, you know, the golden age after, you know, after that, you know, the so you no, know, the golden age was was earlier when you had the studio system where you had the stars. That, that was like that the came up Richard Burden. Yeah, movies, yeah, yeah. Or the loin, the loin, sand and sandal uh, movies. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. so after that, when 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 it broke out of that system, I'm and- just thinking of movies Simo would tell me to watch. Yeah, he's he's the, he, he's the guy to, to get on this. He, he, he yeah, exactly. Yeah, but, I'm just trying to. No, no, yeah. but 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 that that 70s period where you had a lot of like you had a lot of independent filmmakers making real edgy kind of you know arty films, pretty much. But they were being funded by the studios. Yeah, they were getting funding by big studios to make them. And and this was this is the whole thing about um, how there's a there's a series on it actually it's really good it's called the offer uh, and it's about the making of the Godfather oh yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. and uh, Miles Teller Miles Teller he he he's the main guy in it yeah um, and it's really good man and it, and it shows how they went about getting it, it was hard obviously it had to try they had there was a lot of convincing that had to be done but the point is that these studios were were basically financing. These um, these auteur directors. Uh, I don't know if the if that's still the case anymore. I don't know if that's still if there's just if if there's that much as much emphasis that's put into um, there is. I mean, there is, but in terms of the uh, ratio of films of of films that are being financed. I don't know what ratio is going to, you know, those more uh, independent t- style films. I don't know, um, but yeah. So I think, um, I think, yeah. I think I don't know. I, I, I think there's probably too much of the Marvel stuff. I don't know. Others would disagree, but some people love it. When was the last time you watched Serpico? <laughs> Put, putting me on the spot now. <laughs> Serpico, I'll be yeah, I know, I know, I know the film. I know the film. <laughs> and I have seen it, but it's been many years. <laughs> I hadn't seen it. The last time I'd seen it, I was overseas on a plane. Like, I can't remember where I was coming from. Yeah. But I watched it, I rewatched it about six months ago. Mm. Good movie. Yeah. You can see how it that it's, it's dated. dated. Yeah, yeah. You f- can see exactly why it's dated. Yeah, but it's like you, you can see the characters and the actors and the nuances of like their acting. Yeah, yeah. It's a different yeah. focus. 
the film is it's it's about characters, yeah, and and but look, I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, some people would say that what I'm saying is they would disagree with it. They would say that you know, there's plenty, and there is, man. Like, look at what's his name, Dennis uh, Villeneuve. Is it Villeneuve? Yeah, because he's got the same surname as the, uh, yeah, the yeah. Formula One. Formula One, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I remember him. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, he just did June, so, you know, that's a huge Hollywood studio film. So I didn't watch June. Yeah, and that's pretty out there. I wouldn't say that it's... But it's like... Like, it's an arti- it's a film that has artistic merit. Okay, think of it like know, this, yeah. And it's a big-budget movie. Kevin Smith's first movie, Clerks, was made at night time in an empty convenience store. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that he shot at night when it was shut. Yeah. That's why he had the blo- the shutters blocked out. Yeah. So it didn't look like it was fucking night time. Yeah, right. So he made a story up as to why they're shut, because the keys were jammed. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And he used mostly people who couldn't act. Yeah. <laughs> but that became a cult film. Uh-huh. Yeah, it did. And then he made Morites, then he made- That's know, right, yeah. Uh, chasing uh, Chasing I love those Amy. films, man. Oh, yeah. They're, they're great. Freaking brilliant. Have you yeah, seen the yeah. reboots? What? Yeah. They've rebooted it. They rebooted Jay and Silent Bob's Strike Back, whatever. Not with different actors. No, no, same actors. Same actors. They rebooted the same story with the same actors that have now aged like 20 years since the first time. They've rebooted it. So they haven't, it's not a different movie, it's a a literal reboot. Something like that. How does that work? I asked someone if it was worth watching, who's a big Kevin uh, Kevin Smith fan, and they're like, yeah, nah, don't waste your time. Why would Kevin Smith agree to do that? Because Kevin Smith's an idiot. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe he needs money. Maybe he's out of ideas. They're yeah. doing the last Clerks, Clerks 3. Mm. You heard about that? Clerks 3. Nah. Yeah. The, nah. The, the, I don't know if they've even... Maybe they've already made it. But it's also the fact that the the, the media media has changed. So, so, yes, we have... It used to be uh, all about films and then... In the noughties, we saw the 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 kind of the rise of of you know the television series, right? And then that became its own thing. And now, now you got actors, and now you got people that want to do a series more than they want to do a film. Yeah, but back in the day, you couldn't catch actors, Hollywood actors doing TV shows, no chance. No. And so you know you and you're getting and so so that so that as a as a medium as a, a, a the 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 series the streaming. As a as a medium, has become massive and has really elevated, um, and you can and there's just so much content now as well because you've got all these different streaming platforms that have all these bloody shows and people go, oh, have you watched this? Have you watched that on this? And that, dude, no, Man, I would no. I would need I would need like ten clones of myself <laughs> watching <laughs> watching the, you know, different things at the same time for me to catch up with all the shit. And you know what's amazing? People out there actually do watch everything you just said. <laughs> no, yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, they know. actually, like, yeah. they, they get the work done of 10 clones. How do they do that? I don't fucking know. Are you sleeping? <laughs> <laughs> like, you're, you're binge watching an entire series that's like seven seasons of a show. Hour-long ten, episodes. Hour-long episodes. <laughs> 10 episode fucking seasons. Yeah. It's in, it's it's nuts. They get it done in a weekend. It's nuts. They start at eight thirty five in the morning on Saturday or Friday night, like six thirty, and then finish it Monday morning before they go to work. You're a junkie. But how much you know what shits me is how much in that binge watch, how much are you actually digesting? 
you can't remember shit. How, how many times have you rewatched Pulp Fiction and rediscovered shit that you hadn't realised? Yes. I do it all the time. All and the I watch time. YouTube time. clips on, here's 20 more things you didn't know about Pulp Fiction. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And I'm like, fuck, that's right. Every time. Every time you, you know see I mean? a great film like that, you see something new. That's that's the beautiful thing That's of the it. point. Yeah. This And like people say to me all the time, like, why do you keep rewatching these same movies? Go, because I'm discovering new shit every time I watch it. That's right. Or I'm appreciating You're, something yeah. a bit differently. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Yeah, 100%. Every time. 100%. Where it feels like you're now, you're just just consuming without any, <laughs> without any thought. No, you just fucking. I'm gonna get through it. I'm gonna churn through all this shit. I can't watch shit like that. It's like you know what it's like. It's like trophy hunting on like a PS4 game or something, where you're trying to 100 percent it just to get the trophies. Yeah, say yeah. that you're 100 percent it. Yeah, right. It's like yeah, yeah. I watched these series. They're all shit. What, what can you tell me about them? Oh, I don't know. And half the, yeah, exactly because half the time they're fucking lying in their bed on their phone while the series is playing on their on their TV. Yeah, and they're going, "Yeah, I, I watched the entire series of." Uh, I'm like, "Come on, man, who who are you kidding here? You're uh, not really watching it. You're not really paying attention and appreciating it. I'm watching a series. I'm watch. I watch one thing at a time. That's it. That's all I can do. I'm sorry. I don't watch series. Series, I don't do." Because okay. you need to be dedicated to You series. need to be dedicated. You watch one episode, you watch two. I'll, yeah. And then you don't do it for like a month. Yeah. And you're, you're back at square one. You're back at square one. True. And that's why it is a big commitment. It's a bigger commitment to watch a series. But because series are more available in, you know, in a sense, because it's more convenient, you can just, it's right there. All right. I've got a question. Hang on a sec. Let me finish this. Okay. Um, but yeah, hold on to that question. But I'll just get, I'll go off recommendations. That's it. I won't go looking for shit. I will just go. I'll have a friend or someone close to me that goes, check this, check this show out. It's really cool. I think you'd like it. And so that's it. And so now I'm watching uh, White Lotus. So this is a popular show at the moment. It's in second. Se- I think it's just finished its second season. But, but um, it's good. It's good. It's fun. It's a bit of a mystery kind of. It's about. It's an interesting. Uh, the first. So so I just finished the first season. I'm 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 still far behind. I'm not up to. People are already like finished. You know, second. The 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 finale came out the other day for the second. What is it? So it's about a um, it's about a hotel. Or a branch of hotels called the White Lotus Hotels, or something. It's about this hotel called the White Lotus, like a retreat, like a like a club med kind of thing. And it's set in Hawaii, and it's about all these different characters that come to this retreat. Mm-hmm. Uh, this ho- this um, yeah, this retreat thing. What do you call that? A hotel? A resort? A resort? <laughs> 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 resort. The word resort was so far away. It was so far away. Uh, they go to this resort, and so it's all about these different people, and they're all dysfunctional, right? So it's a bit of a, and they're really kind of they're dysfunctional characters, and they're kind of quirky, and it's 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 dark, but it's humorous. It's a bit of a it's a bit of a black comedy, and um, yeah. So that that that's what the show's about. Okay, here's and a question. It was, it was good. Here's my question. It is good. If you could think of a movie, right, give me a few, give me one, I don't care, that is constantly in the back of your mind as one from the past that you feel you need to rewatch or never watched initially or watched it as a kid or something that you feel you need to make time to watch today. Ah, that, well, a film that I never watched or watched? Either way. Either way. Maybe you watched it as a kid and you don't remember it or whatever. Okay. But it's constantly in the back of your head. 
Yeah, good. That's okay. <laughs> I've got one, and you'll never guess what it is. Never. <laughs> Never. Well, actually, now, now to come to think about it, <laughs> Demolition Man. <laughs> I want to watch that again. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Demolition Man. I think I saw it once, and I remember. And I, ne- I think I only saw it once. I would. I would definitely want to see that. I re. I watched it properly when I moved into Noble at some point, like 2013, 2014, somewhere there. Yeah, that's got the Dennis Leary. Uh, yeah, Dennis Leary's monologue in it. In it. Do you remember it? He's no. plays. Oh, dude. Are we going to play it? Yeah, yeah we'll okay. play it. It's actually a good monologue. I'd played this monologue ages ago on, on the Dennis pod as well. Leary. Yeah, hang on. He plays a guy named. Oh, hang on. Demolition. He's in the sewer. He's in the sewers living like with the rap people. Uh, Demolition Man. Uh, that's when he That's when he really popped Dennis around Leary that rant. time as well. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is it. Oh, yeah. It's sick. Yeah. See, according to Cato's plan, I'm the enemy because I like to think, I like to read, I'm into freedom of speech and freedom of choice. I'm the kind of guy who likes to sit in a greasy spoon and wonder, gee, should I have the T-bone steak or the jumbo rack of barbecue ribs with the side order of gravy fries? I want high cholesterol. I want to eat bacon and butter and buckets of cheese, okay? I want to smoke a Cuban cigar the size of Cincinnati in a non-smoking section. I want to run through the streets naked with green jello all over my body reading Playboy magazine. Why? Because I suddenly might feel the need to, okay, pal? I've seen the future. You know what it is? It's a 47-year-old virgin sitting around in his beige pajamas drinking a banana broccoli shake singing, I'm an Oscar Mayer weed. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, he classic. Goes, he goes on a full rant. It's actually, it's a good scene. Um, oh man, I'm a, I'm, I am a, I have to admit, I am a big Dennis Leary fan. I think Dennis Leary has dropped the ball recently. He's come out as, um, what's the word? Like he doesn't want to be left, so he goes far right, almost far right. Is he not far right in the sense of far right, like politically, but more like to avoid being woke. He's gone, but he's always been like that. He's always been, yeah, you know, non PC and all that shit. But uh, cringe level non PC. I'm not PC, man. I'm liberal, but I'm not like, like, give me an example. I don't know. Yeah, he's, I just remember watching a few things, like an interview or something of him the other, like not long ago, and I'm just like, really, you too? I said, eh, all right. Like I sort of, I know he's he's not he's not well uh, respected in the comedian circles. Why? Because he's considered a joke thief. Was he part of that? Well, he, he, you know, I know um, allegedly, allegedly, um, and if you look, if you do, you do look at the material, if you go back and you do look at the material, it's pretty sus. Who did he rip off? Bill Hicks. Ah, yeah, that's the first person I think of. Yeah. yeah. Bill Hicks. So there's some Bill Hicks, um, you know, bits that are literally like- Verbatim. Like- pre- pretty much, yeah. Like the 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 no the no cure for cancer album, a lot of that material is, and this is coming from a Dennis Leary fan, man. I'm I was hu- like I I I saw I I got I into Dennis Leary before I even knew about Bill Hicks. So for me, I was like, who is this guy? But yeah, man. Like you look at the you look at the Bill Hicks stuff and you go, whoa. See, like, I prefer Dennis Leary's movies to his comedy. Right. You know I, I mean? I, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I, I, no, I hear, I hear what you like. You mean his stand-up comedy? Yeah, yeah. He's 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 written some. He, he wrote a show that I was a big fan of in the noughties called Rescue Me, about um, firefighters in New York. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah good show. That, that. that was a fun show. 
Yeah, yeah. I think I'm, yeah. I'm I think he's a good writer. I think he's a good writer. He's he's very talented in his own in his own right. But yeah, that's really it's a stain on his on his uh, <laughs> on his career. The fact that he uh, ripped off Bill Hicks because Bill Hicks is a fucking genius, man. You look at his, some of his shit. Yeah, fucking amazing, man. Bill yeah, Hicks he's is always sick. brought up like with um, Mitch Hedberg. Yeah. He's yeah. he's one of the goats. He's one of the he's one of the greats. You think Bill Hicks? One of the one of the great American comedians. In Who my would opinion. you put there in, as far as goats? Like top so, five? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Richard Pryor. Everyone says that. Well, no, 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 no. Hang on, wait. I didn't ask for what everyone says. No, well, no. But for me, well, what, what does you what, do you? what does the inner boy in you say? The inner boy. <laughs> The inner boy. See, this is this is the thing. I would say if if you you're asking the kid in me that that was like that loved these comedians and and still does. Okay, hang on. Who would you say are your favorite comedians? Is that a better thing? My favorite. Okay, yeah, my favorite comedians. Okay, yeah, that's a good one. All right, Eddie Murphy. Are we talking stand up now? Straight stand up. Ah. Oh. What are you doing? Your best. <laughs> what are you doing? Know funny and best. Um, uh, Eddie, uh, Louis C.K. I saw him recently. Did you go to the thing? I, I went as well. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> At the Palais. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah I, kept dri- I kept spilling my mate's beer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was good. He was great. I, I think it was... I don't think it was his best. No, it's not his best. There was stuff that he'd done before as well. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. It was still funny. It was still good, yeah. But I think he was just going all out on the shock sort of value, right, just right. to make a point of like, I'm back. I'm back, yeah. Yeah. Uh, who else? Chappelle, I think. I'd, yeah. I'd put him in there. Um that's three. That's three. <laughs> would I put... Choose would, carefully. <laughs> look, we're, we're, it, this is stand-ups now we're talking. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, Burr? Okay. Uh, what's that for? <laughs> we need one more. <laughs> Fuck. Who do I put in there? Do we take the blue pill or the red pill? <sighs> Who do I put in there? I'm, I'm missing. I'm, I'm surely missing. I can think of... Give me, give me some names. No, I'm not giving you names because you're like, yeah. Well, what about him? No, 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 no. Fuck, stand-up comics. What? Not what? Seinfeld. Uh, Seinfeld. I'm a, I'm a fan of the show. Hang on. I'm the, him as a com, as a stand-up. Hang on. As a stand-up, he's a stand-up purist. What does that mean? It means in the art, in the craft of comedy, he's a purist with his stand-up. It's meticulously written. Yes. He doesn't just riff. Right. Doesn't curse. Yeah. Doesn't fall back on like, you know, cursing and shit to get a, a gag. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's the best way I can I can describe it. The fact that it's meticulously written and rehearsed, where there's only one way to say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's very, very mundane topics, but he finds the humor in the mundane sure. sort of thing. No, no, no. I, doesn't I, reply, it doesn't, he doesn't rely on like- Shock. Characters or shock or gags, you know? Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It will take a pen- yeah. He'll take the he'll take the inane act of buying a bag of groceries. Yeah, I know it's 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 his whole shtick. Yeah. yeah, and 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 it's it it you got to appreciate him for that. But my favorite, I'm a massive fan of the show. I, that's one of my favorite shows. Um, but when I compare him to my favorite comedians, where I'm just literally belly laughing and crying, um, <laughs> oh, fuck. I've, oh yeah, I've rattled them off. I think I probably just need one more. There's some good UK comics. 
I've given you five. As in, like, I've, I've allowed you five. Fuck. There are so many. Like- there's heaps. I know there's heaps. I can't, I can't think of anything. Damn it. Oh, my God. This is, this is embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, this is embarrassing. Damn it. Okay, I don't know. I can't think of anyone. Okay, go. <laughs> you I'm, look so lost right now, man. I'm, I'm disappointed in myself. Okay, anyway, go. I'll give you Richard Pryor, right? I said Richard Pryor. No, no, I'm, this is my list. Okay. Richard Pryor's there. George Carlin's number two. Uh, Carlin, of course. And if Car- Carlin could probably be number one on top of Pryor. Of course, But yeah. they're both there. Yeah. Bill Burr, up until 2015. Okay. No, no later than that. Okay. His shit now is more or less the same going anti-woke and just, he just, I look this way, these first three specials, I memorized, yeah? I ran him into the fucking ground. I watched them over and over again. His last two specials, I switched off after like 10, 15 minutes. Really? So I'm just like, I can't, I can't get through this. Really? Yep. Yep. Interesting. I I thoroughly enjoyed his last two specials. Nah. Nah. Like, it, when I see ex- even just snippets online, I'm just like, I can't be bothered. Like, this is just played now. Like, he's regurgitating the same shit, whereas his first three were, he might have been hitting on topics that were similar because he'd progressed in those story arcs, but he always had new shit. Okay. Well, I'm you not- don't think he's got new shit in his new special? <sighs> he's talking about, he's talking about, he's talking about shit. Talking about the same shit that he's spoken for the last three specials. Like what? I don't know. It just feels like it's the whole woke feminist anti WNBA sort of same he's, shit. But he's always, he's always, you know, shitted on. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's played now where it's like you can't keep doing the same thing. I, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I just didn't give it enough time. I don't know. Okay. Look, dude, his first three specials are untouchable. Right. Like the one where, the one where he does his whole gold digging whores bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one is just next level. Like, you will laugh the entire time. Okay. All right, so, Burr, Carlin, Pryor. Um, you know, there's Robin Williams. Ah, Robin Williams. As a stand-up. I saw him as a stand-up. Live. Did you? Yeah, when he came here. No shit. At Rod Laver Arena. What was it like? It's fucking hilarious. He's my, f- he's number five for me. <laughs> I'm putting him in there. <laughs> Robin Williams I live. could have put anyone there. Like- yeah, fucking oath. <laughs> he, was, he was fucking sick. He's a fucking funny... He's the funniest... Oh, man. What a fucking legend. I, I was so saddened by that... By, by, his, by his death. Yeah. That hit me. Yeah, that hit me as well. That hit me. Like, oh, what did I watch? I'm trying to remember what the first movie was that I watched after he died. <sighs> what, what the fuck was it? I'm pretty sure I watched it when I was flying to Turkey. I went away. I went away like in the mm. week that he would passed away. Yeah, yeah. And I watched it on the plane. I just don't remember what it was. Yeah. It wasn't Mrs. Doubtfire? Man, fuck. What was it? I've got no idea. Anyway, um, yeah. Chappelle, as a purist, yeah. like comedian, yeah, he'd probably be there. But then you got um, Chris Rock. Uh, Chris Rock. Chris Rock. Yeah, look, uh, it's not take away from their, their craftsmanship for sure. Are they my personal favourites though? I don't know. I think when it comes to social commentary, yeah, Chris Rock, yeah, yeah, yeah. nails it. 
Same with George Carlin. On the level with George Carlin. Yeah. Chris Rock does. He's got his own outlandish sort of style. Yeah, yeah. And he, his delivery is different. Yeah. But as far as social commentary goes, yeah. he, he, he hits it on the head, man. Yeah, yeah. I don't rate like Kevin Hart as a comedian. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see the funny, but I know what you mean. There's some people that don't like him and, and no, I understand. I, I can see f- the funny. All right, let me ask you a question. Do you like Cat Williams? Cat Williams is a pimp, man. Because <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the people that like Cat Williams usually don't like Kevin Hart and vice versa. That's what I've noticed. <laughs> Cat Williams is a gun. <laughs> He's a gun. He's a gun. He's a gun. I like, they asked him on an interview once, do you, do you think you're the best comedian, the greatest comedian or whatever? He's like... Well, I do say this, sir. <laughs> Dave Chappelle still lives and breeds. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a fucking smart dude, man. Yeah, he's smart. Super smart dude. I think he's more intelligent than mm. most people give him credit for. And he doesn't give a fuck either. He'll tell cunts to go fuck himself. But that's what I mean. Yeah. Like he's, he's on that level of I don't give a shit. He won't sell out. No. Yeah. And that's probably why he's not as big as, say, yeah. Kevin Hart. Yeah. yeah. Kevin Hart did the 60 v- movies that are, plays the exact same character every single time. Yeah. You know? <laughs> You and I rate it as a really good special and falls into your category of um, hated within the com- comedy um, community. What? Um, Dane Cook. Oh, Dane Cook, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. His ring doco yeah, yeah. is incredible. Yeah, yeah, His yeah. ring special is incredible. I've got to go back and watch some of his shit. Uh, 2012, 20, 2012, 2013, I used to watch his shit like relentlessly. Yeah. And then, yeah, I just haven't caught up with it. Yeah. What about um, Dice? Oh, fuck Dice. <laughs> See what I mean? Rodney Dangerfield. Oh, yeah. 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 Dude, Dangerfield. Dangerfield, yeah. Norm MacDonald. Yep. 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 Norm MacDonald, man. As stand-ups. Stand-ups. Yeah, this is the best. As stand-ups. Norm, Norm there's, other, there's other comedians too, like fucking Conan O'Brien. Conan O'Brien's a brilliant comedian. That's fucking a genius yeah. who wrote some of the classic Simpsons episodes. He's just genius. Period. Single-handedly. Yeah. Like, he is one of the funniest dudes. Um, there's so many fucking funny, and then just comedic actors too. Like, uh, I like, you know, I, th- I like Will Ferrell. Dude, Jim Carrey is a stand-up. Oh, fucking Jim Carrey. Oh, man. I mean, you're talking, <laughs> I can't believe I didn't mention Yeah, but you didn't mention him. I didn't mention him as a stand-up. I mentioned him as a comedic actor and, I'll mention him as one of you know one of the great. Comedians. Rob Schneider is a reasonably comedic actor, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he was a, he was a stand up for sure. Um, yeah, you're fucking carry man. But see, I like grew Kevin, up on that shit. Kevin Pollock is like a brilliant impressionist. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen his stand ups? Not that good. His stand ups is like whatever it is, but it's because yeah. they're based on impressions. His impressions are fucking awesome. Right. You know. Right. It's Peter Falk is like incredible. Yeah, right. oh, yeah, 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 um, man, there's, there's a lot. But see, now there's we've got- It's inst- funny that we're, we're mentioning all these American, it just shows you how, how much American uh, culture has been such a massive influence. Because they put the money into it and then started, like, yeah. feeding it out. Yeah. You know, who would you, th- I mean, if you had to name an Aussie comedian, who, who would you name? Rodney Rude, or fucking- <laughs> Rodney Rude got cancelled the fuck out. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he was playing at Sandown two years ago. Was he? <laughs> Rodney Rude. Rodney fucking Ray. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, Aussie, Aussie comedians. I don't know. 
You've got um, what's his name? Carl Barron. Carl Barron. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. You, I, I don't mind Carl Barron. I don't mind him. I think he's good. Yeah, Carl Barron's all right. He's kind of like our version of Jerry Seinfeld. Do you reckon? Yeah, like observational humor and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. There's what's his name that went over to America. He's massive there now. He's got Jim Jeffries. Yeah. He was good. Yeah. His first one, the, the bit about guns, I think is really yeah. funny. Yeah. But see, that's what I mean. You're but remembering his first yeah, but he's, special. Yeah, but he, he, he got sold, he sold out as well. I don't know. What does he do now? When he, he started doing that show the for Comedy Central, the political show. Is it still going? I don't know. I wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> but see, this is the thing. Now you've got every idiot and their dog blowing up on social media as fucking comedians doing the same played bits every two minutes. Yeah. Social media has really changed things a lot. When you think about, especially with comics too, when you think about comics mm-hmm. who have come, who have, who have come and launched out from social media, like, like current comics like Andrew Schultz, where he's, he's massive now. Um, and he came from, uh, podcasts and from social media. Do you reckon Andrew Schultz? Or from YouTube. He started putting his bits on YouTube. Do you reckon he's going to be bigger than, like, as big as a, Icon as any of the other heads? I, I don't I, I don't know because it's the, 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 the landscape's changed so much in terms of how we consume media now where you'll have you'll have cunts on, you know, with completely different because it's all algorithms now. So your shit that I check on your phone is gonna be completely different to my shit and completely different to fucking Joe Blow's shit. Mm. So it's hard to say. It's hard to tell. You can't it's hard to gauge that. You know what, man, like say with Andrew Schultz, right? If you give me 10 spots of his, like, you know, 10 bits, mm. randomly, right? I can give you, yeah, not 10. I, I think he's still too young to... Okay, give me five, right? I'm not saying for you to give them to me. I'm just saying, if you gave me five Schultz bits, <laughs> yeah. I'll probably laugh at three out of the five, right? Yeah. Laugh. Probably not memorable enough for me to want to go back and watch it again. Okay. But I'll get a laugh out of it. Okay. The other two, I probably wouldn't laugh. or just be like, nah, okay, I yeah. see what he's saying. Like, yeah, sure. Okay. Right? Yeah. The problem is with social media... Media is, is we now have a window into their personality on tap. Yes. And they're releasing more and more shit. Yes. Every day. So to stay relevant. Yes. To keep their names in the algorithm, they just release more. George Carlin, I couldn't tell you what he was thinking half the time. 100%. Because I had his specials to go by. Yes. And a random interview that he would do yes. every now and then. They didn't saturate the market with their personality. Absolutely. They just and, let the material do its thing. And now, it's, that's why there's this oversaturation that's happened, and it's endless, because you can just put it out there, and it doesn't matter how much you put out there. Whereas before, shit was, was controlled. Like, you, for example, you had an artist, let's say, um, you know, like a, like a artists who were signed to a music label, let's say, and they had to release albums. Yeah, three-album deal. Three-album deal. And a, and a double CD and a live album. Yeah. And the best of six right. CDs, right? Whereas now, it's 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 keep churning shit out, keep keep things keep things on a leak because we want the algorithm. The algorithms change everything. Yeah, we need you at the top of relevance twenty four seven. Yeah. So every three hours, something's going to get leaked. Something's going to get released. It's changed everything. Whether it's a statement, whether it's a single, whether it's a demo, whether it's a photo, whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. Every three hours or whatever the Thing is yes, and that's my problem. Yeah, it is a problem. Like, what was that Greek dude that you got me onto? Um, 
great dude. Stavi something? Oh, he's good. He's, he's a good. He's a good new uh, dude. Uh, new one. Stavros I, Stavros Halkius. I, I I watched a bunch of clips when you said to me, "Check this guy out." He's, yeah, he's good. And man. I watched. Yeah. I said, "Yeah, this guy's funny." Yeah. I followed him on social media. Yeah. I watched a few more short clips. You know, yeah, yeah, cool, whatever. And they'd come up every now and then. And I'm like, oh yeah, cool. I tried watching a special of his. Yeah. And I got like 20, 30 minutes in. And then I got distracted because I had other shit to do. So oh. I just like I can't. I think okay. well, I was trying to focus on work and I couldn't do it with him in yeah. the background. So I yeah, just put yeah. some music on or whatever. The other day, like a week ago, something popped up on the on the on the algorithm, you know what I mean? Yeah. Watching it, I'm like, that's not funny. What a wanker. And then I'm like, is it just me? I actually said to myself, it's just me. So I went into his comments and everyone's chewing him out for it, like for that post. Oh, really? Saying, Yeah, it was good while it lasted. This kind's fucked. Oh. Like, he'd gone back on something he'd said. He said, like, I'd never be on a podcast or something, like, ever. And then he started his own. Like, he left the one that yeah. he was on, and then he started his own. So I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you're a fucking idiot, aren't you? Okay. And then what he was saying just was just wasn't funny. It was cringe. But he thought it was hilarious. So he was laughing to himself. Okay. Which I haven't got a problem with, because I say shit all the time on these idiot podcasts that I do, and I laugh to death. This is the other thing, too, man. When, when Go ahead. Sorry. And I unfollowed. You unfollowed I'm him. like, nah, fuck this cunt. <laughs> like... This is the thing too. I mean, there's that. There's so much to unpack with this, with with social media and the way that every it's changed everything. Mm. The fact that people can chime in, any fucking any motherfucker can just chime in and give their two cents, which is worth less than two cents. And it's there's that. There's oh man, it's the, that anyone anyone can do what we're doing right now. Anyone can do a podcast. Of sure. Course. Okay. Cool. Everyone should have the right to be a platform. Able, a platform. Everyone should have a right to create something. Sure, but it doesn't mean that everything's going to be good. It means there's going to be a lot more shit that you're going to have to sift through to get to the good shit. Which shits me when people create a platform for themselves to put something out, even if it's terrible. But people get behind it for whatever bullshit agenda reason they have. Whether it's the person's like a an asexual fucking hermaphrodite. Or whether it's someone is like a reality show dropout or whatever the bullshit is. Mm. Oh, new podcast, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, great. And then it'll get 50,000 fucking followers within the first 48 hours. Mm. And they're churning absolute rubbish out. Yeah, it's crap. And all of a sudden it's like, yeah, like, let's celebrate this bullshit material. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that's the thing too, is that everyone now, because everything's available to everybody, you're, you'll, you'll throw something out there, no matter how shit it is, whether it has any value whatsoever, even if it has one kernel of value in it, <laughs> it will find- Picture a shit kernel. <laughs> yeah, a turd. One little fucking pebble shit of value, <laughs> and it will find an audience, because you've got the whole fucking world as your audience. Someone will find your podcast- and go fuck. I don't. I don't mind listening to this cunt. <laughs> Fucking yes. And you know what? Good luck to him. That's what I say. But it just means there's more shit to sift through to find the stuff. Yeah, but do you know what shits me? But then you've got the algorithms to do this that for you. This is what shits me. This is what shits me with the algorithm, though. <laughs> there's quality content out there getting pushed to the bottom because all you need, and this is fact, man. All you need to push to the top of the algorithm. Mm is be a confident woman.